Hey, hey, good morning, everyone. Welcome to another marvellous Monday. Monday, Monday. Deb, how are you, mate? Good to see you. Alison, ah, public holiday down in Vic. Vic public holiday and uh, South Australia, I think, I remember, if I remember correctly. Well, enjoy yourselves. Hopefully you're uh, having fun. Maybe you're, hopefully you're laying around doing nothing. That might be good. Tim, morning to you uh, in Sydney at the moment. Championships Day. Good luck, Tim. Good luck. Good to see you're out and about, mate. And Alex, good morning to you. I hope you are all refreshed after your weekend, folks. And uh, up and bright and early with a little uh, little coffee. Morning to you, Beck. While things are warming up, as we do, do a little intro. Most of you know this, but already know this. If you don't, Jason Williams, my name. If you know, a bit of a shout out to those I hung out on the weekend with. Hung out with about 100 people. Chatted a little about uh, the world of property investing. And, uh, you know, this was uh, today's topic is one of those topics that uh, I thought we might uh, we might sort of break down a little. And uh, I saw it on the weekend. saw it on the weekend. A little bit of this going on. Uh, so uh, let's dive into it. What do you think? What do you think the in the title? In the title I said this thing that I've seen many times, and right now I'm seeing a fair bit of it as well with property investors. Uh, what, is, what, what is something... Um, and it's not something physical. I'm going to try and ask the ask it, but uh, probably, hopefully, not give away the answer. What what happens when um, when uh, our investors or ourselves uh, see all of this sort of stuff all the time? So much information, so much data, so much going on in the market. What happens to those who are not, let's say, confident, educated? focused, committed, whatever it is, whatever word we want to say, what's something that happens when lots of information, knowledge, data flies at the average person, but uh, often property investors that are, are uneducated get exposure to this. The banks are failing, mortgage cliffs coming, rental vacancies, what happened to 26,000 homes, inflation up. Yeah, blah, blah, blah. Yep. Fear for sure, Julie. Fear for sure. And Alison's right. Alison's right. The fear, the fear, the fear leads to paralysis. And uh, and technically, technically, procrastination. Yep. Boom, Tim. Uh, and in and in the common and in the common tongue, <laughs> I don't even know if I'm saying that right. It's called analysis paralysis. Folks, analysis paralysis. Are you sitting there right now overanalyzing a situation or maybe underanalyzing a situation because you don't understand how to interpret the data, folks, interpret the data, right, and not taking any action? Analysis paralysis, according to Google or something like that, Analysis paralysis is the inability to decision due to overthinking a problem. Overthinking a problem. An individual or a group can have too much data, too much data, right? And the result is endless wrangling, 
endless wrangling over the ups and downs and each of each option and the ability inability to pick one. So how do we as investors, how do we break through this analysis paralysis, this data overload? Uh, how do we do it? Like what 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 do we need to do, folks, as investors to break through and understand what's going on? So let's have a bit of a look at and uh, sort of show you a little something that uh, I help with my investors from time to time uh, and understand how to rationalize what's going on, right? What is happening out there in the market? I put my glasses on so I know what I'm know what I'm drawing. <laughs> I have to data from the source. You're dead right, Alison. I like that. Um, and uh, let's talk about how these things can happen. So where is this information coming from? So Alison, data from the source or a much more reliable source of data to get information from. But where, folks, where does, let's say, let's say on the left-hand side here, um, where does the the average person, uh, average person, average person get their information from? And uh, an investor, a proper investor, sophisticated professional investor, let's talk on the left-hand side. Average person gets their data from the media. All right, media. Yeah, they're really accurate, aren't they? They're paid to be accurate, aren't they? They're paid to be spot on, aren't they? That's their job? Uh-huh, no. All right, tell me in the chat, where does the average person get their information from? Their information from, why do they end up in analysis paralysis? we got the media. There's some other sources. Exactly. Um, you know, journalism, journalists, Right. Who else puts out fear and ignorance, right? Institutions, institutions, uh, institutions. Uh, who else Who else puts out? Yeah, friends, yeah. You know what? You know what, Shelley? Um, my friend said, my friend works for someone who's supposedly important uh, and, uh, you know, people they know. Yep, exactly. Friends, family, right? Family. Uh, and often, professionals who are not investors, okay? So not investors, all right, investors, and, you know, the local real estate agent, local real estate agent, um, you know, uh, the local banker, the local person at the bank, right, you know, et cetera, et cetera, okay? Uh, uninformed, unsophisticated, mostly mostly about, you know, fear and ignorance, you know, uh, and mostly about headlines and clicking this, you know, the top few. Anyway, where does an investor get their information? Yes, beautiful in a nutshell. Get it as close to the source as possible. Um, I think that's like that, source. Um, And give us some examples, uh, ladies and gents. Give us some examples, right? Now, the source, data, information only means something when you look at it and make a decision with it, right? Okay, well, what source should we get our info from? Uh, Australian Bureau of Statistics, that's good information. It's good to grab it. Um, independent um, people, yep. Uh, Dr. Andrew Wilson, he's he's awesome. Uh, uh, so a, a professional in that world. So RP uh, RP data. Uh, SQM research, 
uh, research. Um, uh, listen, realestate.com, uh, realestate.com and domain.com have got some good data. You cross-check some of that data because they collect for sale data, which is good. Um, uh, what else have we what what else have we got out there when it comes to good data? You know, um, uh, like walk score, uh, micro burbs, micro burbs, um, you know, etc. All right, so you get their yeah, core logic. Yep, core logic for sure, core logic. But again, team, again, let's 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 look at this. It is not one source, right? It's not one complete. Like there's only there's not one source that that rules the world. Not one ring to rule, rule them all. When it comes to this data and not getting stuck in analysis paralysis, we have to do some things with it, ladies and gents. We have to do some things with it. So here's what's going on for many of us, right? This all of this stuff is flying at people. Now, in here, think of this as a bit of a filter or a bit of a process where we need to capture a few things, okay? Actually, I need another circle there. Give me a second. I'll make a little more, another circle just quickly. We need a process of where and how we can capture. We need a process of where and how we can analyze, rationalize um, information, data, stuff that's coming at us, what are we going to do about it, all right? Let me just talk you through this model, this idea, this process, this, this conversation, all right? So we have all of this, let's say, knowledge. Let's, we, we've got this, you know, information, info. Uh, we've got some sort of, hopefully, you know, education going on, education, ION, um, and we've got, you know, plenty of data, all right? We've got this world for us that is coming from outside and we, wanna, we want to filter it, we want to process this stuff in a way that we do something with it. We want to turn it into action, ladies and gents. We want to turn it into action, right? We want to turn it into action and outcomes, not fear, not paralysis, not ignorance, okay? So how do we? What do we do? What do we run this through? We, what do we run this through? We run it through a couple of things. We run it through a goals, strategy, action, experience, a goals, strategy, action, experience filter. And I'm going to show you what that means in a minute. All right. Right now, if we if we think about this, and we think about this in terms of what's going on in the marketplace, do you have a goal to grow your property portfolio? If you don't have a goal to grow your property portfolio, um, then the answer is I don't have a goal. My strategy is to hunker down, my action is do nothing, and my experience will be I'm going to stay where I am. And there's nothing wrong with that, right? There's nothing wrong with that. But if your goal is to continue to grow your property portfolio, then what strategy, what understanding of this data and knowledge do we have 
right now. I'm not going to dive into that. You guys know. You guys. You guys know my um, uh, my analysis of the information we have at hand right now, folks. We are in the middle of the worst undersupply and rental shortage Australia's ever seen. It's a disaster. And if you're going to be on the right side of this, if you want to be on the right side of it economically, tell me. Do you need to own more properties or less properties? Put that in the chat. Right now, if you want to benefit from the future of property wealth right now, because if we're at the shortage, and I'll I'll show you something actually. So tell me in the chat. So to be on the right side of this economically or on the right side of the ledger, if you can, you should. If you're sitting there on your hands and you can, you need more, right? Now, let me do this just quickly. I'm going to just chuck this in here. Check this out. Who who thinks, oh, uh, well, check, check out this. On the weekend in Sydney, a first home buyer picks up a one-bedroom, one-bathroom, with its own side access, okay, that's fine. Price guide was five hundred to start with. Then it went to six hundred, and this person paid seven hundred and twenty-one thousand dollars. What do you think about that, folks? This is just the weekend, just gone. You reckon the market's collapsing? You reckon the world's ending? What's going on there? I'm telling you right now, and we've seen this. And you guys know what I've been talking about for a while. The price guide was five hundred to six hundred, and then it sold for seven twenty one. Dang! And there's there's a couple of things going on in Sydney right now where there's this first home buyer, first home buyer incentive, which is like if you buy something under one point five million, there's there's some benefits, right? Team, yep, it's a slice exactly, Alison, right? And it is what it is. If you want to live in Sydney, those are the prices you're going to pay, and it's not going to go down significantly ever again. Like this idea that, you know, you wait around, oh, something, the prices will go backwards. You know, in the scheme of things, the pause on the on the property market, the pause on the property market or the slowdown on the property market is is is, is irrelevant, completely irrelevant in a 10 to 15-year cycle for you as a property investor. So right now, here's what I'm telling you. Like that's, that person paid $221,000 more, more than you would have as an investor. I'm telling you right now, you wait another year, you wait two years, you're going to be paying $100,000 to $200,000 more for something you can buy today because most people right now, most people right now are over here. Most people are over there going, oh, it's a shit time to buy. It's a rubbish time to buy. And let them think that while we get in there and get our deals done, if you can. If you can't, if you can't, oh, it's, a, it's a bugger. It's like, oh, I want another one, all right, as we go. We have to run this stuff through these, these filters. Team, what's my goal? How am I going to implement my strategy, implement my goal? I'm going to take some action and what experience do I have in this one? Morning, Kevin. Right. And how do we implement? How do we get it going? Well, there's a couple of things. You need to understand the tactics of turning that strategy and those goals into action. That's called tactics. Go to the bank, get your buying and servicing done. All right. That's a tactic. That's not a strategy. Right. 
A tactic, P&I versus interest only. A tactic, one year versus five years interest, blah, blah, blah. Tactics, 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 right? Okay, then you need someone to coordinate it. Is it you or is it your six-star team? It could be a combination of both. Somebody will implement as well. Now, coordinate, implement, and ultimately manage the outcome of what that is. If you end up with a purchase, fantastic. Manage usually as your property manager um, and your accountant because they help you manage ultimately. And then you need to track and measure that process of that piece of investment. All right. So right now, don't fall for this side, the left-hand side, and end up in analysis paralysis, all right? I've done lots of stuff already on the right-hand side here when we're talking about is this good for us right now, all right? All of the info, all of the info says it's a fantastic opportunity to purchase a piece of real estate. We have two things that are, are a little bit more expensive than they were a little while ago, one thing, right, uh, which is just interest rates. That's it, folks. So everything else ticks a box. Interest rates are a bit higher, and everything shows that by 2025 they're going to go back down a bit anyway. At this point in time, that's the filter we're running it through. Anyway, did that make sense? Hopefully that made sense. Do not get caught in analysis paralysis. Don't, don't get stuck. Mark my words, team. Rents will go up a hundred bucks on average, you know, across the country. And prices are going to go up a hundred grand over two years. Over the next two years, hundred hundred. That's my call. There you go. Anyway, I'm going to get a piece of that action. I hope you do too. Don't get caught in analysis paralysis. If you're sitting there and you can, you should. That's my that's the takeaway. Anyway. All right, folks. Be good, be well. That's it. Wealth Coffee Chat done and dusted. I've got some new. Got some new cups, Mr. Clever, switched on. (laughs) There you go. Anyway, I'm done. Let's go back to this. Uh, That's it. That's it. Done, folks. Uh, You guys be awesome. Be well. Uh, Make sure you join me tomorrow for another one if you're up for it. We'll continue our chat on this stuff and, um, you know, keep things rolling. All right, team. Take care. You guys be good. Bye for now.